Welcome back, South Jersey football fans. Welcome back, New Jersey football fans. My hats off podcast here from Studio B. We had another. I, I see Greg Max already upset about start times. Greg Mack, we're going to talk about state semifinals today. We had a great weekend of sectional finals. And the state is now down to half as many teams as it was last, last week. I don't even know what the number is. I guess we have 5, 10, 20, 20 public teams left in the state. First year, we're going to have true state champions. Like and subscribe, as, as Rod said. And before we're going to get to Rod here in a second, who looks like he's – I mean, if you want to know where Rod went to high school, you're going to find out here in a second, um, anybody who's not usually watching the show. First off, congratulations to all of our sectional champs. Let's go through them real quick. I'm just going to name them out. I want to make sure from the top we give our props and our hats off to Woodbury, Thundering Herd, 36-6 over Maple Shade. Salem, 33-14 over Paulsboro. I was there. So was Rod. Rumson, 34-27 in overtime over Raritan. Came back. Willingboro, 20-7 over Glosser. Delsey, 44-7 over Hopewell Valley. <coughs> Excuse me. Camden, 21-0 over Seneca. Both those games were last night. Millville, 18-16. I was at this one. They beat Hamilton on Friday night. And Mainland, 34-24 on the road at Middletown South. Group 5, Tom's River North, 48-14 over Kingsway. And Edison, 28-14 over Lenape. Couple of big, big wins. Some dominant teams. Any team that's left now is a champion, but they're looking for that ultimate championship, the state championship. First public state championships. I will not... Wait until someone prompts me to talk about the non-pubs either. It's Holy Spirit. We knew St. Joe advanced and non-public B. Holy Spirit. Holy cow. 50-21 to 21 over St. Thomas Aquinas in the non-pub B semi, um, quarterfinals. Sorry. Special shout-out to uh, a friend of mine, Jawan Hudson, player at North Carolina Central, won the MEAC. Saw the pictures, won the MEAC. Uh, congratulations to North Carolina Central and Juwan. I know Juwan was happy last night as his alma mater uh, wins 21-0, who just so happens to be the alma mater of the man who makes everything happen here, D2 Sports Network, Studio B himself, Rod Self. Rod, go ahead. Let's see. <laughs> you want the high, you got the high. You want the high, you got the high. <laughs> Let's go, baby. We got it. it. It took us a while, but we got it. I hope, listen, I usually don't come on the show. I'm, I'm, I'm not the biased type. I'm, I'm a straight shooter, Mark. On this one. But let me tell on you. this one's a little different. <laughs> today, boy, oh, boy, did I wake up happy. Came to high. Special delivery came in. Listen, this thing smelled like it, 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 it smelled like it just came off the press. Um, shout out to Will Hickson, the whole Cam to High family for uh, dropping off some some merchandise. 
I had to do it. But no, nah, all, all seriousness, man, what a night. It was a great night, great weekend. <laughs> now you get to see my face. Let's go. Listen, this is from this is from 1997 when I went back when I played. Wow. That's how long I, I've had this. You know what I mean? So I, I was waiting for the day I could find something to uh <laughs> to do with it because you know, back in the day, I thought I was primetime Deion Sanders, all that, you know, wore, wore it on my head and tied it. But <laughs> a little different today. But uh, congratulations to Cam, the high staff, um, coaching staff, the players, the parents. Listen, I, I just want to say this, Mark. I'm, I, Go ahead. Can I, can I take oh, a look? I this? mean, you waited since 1976 for this, Rod. I think you get, oh, get a couple minutes. <laughs> You're talking about an exciting day. Listen, <laughs> all right, man, let me just say this. It is a special moment. And what did we say last year on the show? People thought I was being uh, very, like, harsh. But listen, the city of Camden has been waiting for the day that we had a football team that won a sectional championship. So we finally get one. It is huge because the players, the coaches, everybody, especially for the players, it kind of shows them that that things are possible. And it kind of, you know, brings a bright spot to the city. All of that stuff, right? All of the good yeah. stuff. And and I'm going to just say, not only for the city of Camden, but, you know, places like Salem, uh, Millville, Paulsboro, Woodbury, like those places that don't always get the light shined on them, right? right. Today is, let it shine. It's Sunday morning. We could clap, right? We go to yeah. church in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. all right, I'll, I'll let you go back. Go ahead, Mark. Well, <laughs> let me... <laughs> You said a good thing, Rod, and, and it's true. You know, Camden High has waited a long time for this moment, and they had waited a long time for that state championship in basketball, too. Right. Not as long, not anywhere near as long, but they got that um, this year as well. But the last four, I will say now, one side of Camden has been waiting for this championship. Mm -hmm. The other side has had won three in a row prior to this year. So the common denominator here, I will say, is, you know, Will Hickson's been the AD of the last four sectional titleist in um, Camden, and he was gracious enough not only to have this T-shirt printed up for, mm -hmm. for yourself, but to bring by this nifty uh, sweatshirt here. I'm a little jealous about that one, though. That thing kind of nice, man. Nike Nike Tech? Whew, that's nice. You know, that's, you know, <laughs> thank you so much, Will, for bringing it by. Um, well, congratulations to the high, and congratulations to everyone. I, you know, I I look down this list of champions that we have, um, and I'm going to speak specifically to South Jersey because that's who we cover. But we'll get into the other three as well. Look at Woodbury. I mean, that's a team from day one right. that had expectations to win a championship, and they did. Mm -hmm. Look at Salem, another team had expectations to win a championship, and they did. Delcy, obviously, had that expectation to win a championship, and they did. Camden High, whatever you want to say about, um, you know, different <clears throat> pieces being in there, new coach, whatever, the expectation certainly was to win a championship. We said it on this show. We said it on the Football Frenzy show. Mm -hmm. Anything less would be a disappointment. Exactly. They met that standard. Millville. Hey, reigning all all the all the talent back on that team and and what you had there on a team that was the number one, maybe the number one public team, if not one A public team last year right. in the state, won a championship. Mm -hmm. Now mainland came out of nowhere, but 
with this pedigree on the staff. Coach Chuck Smith has Tim Watson, Clive Folsom on that staff championship winning coaches. Won a championship, that pedigree. Right. Tom's River North came up short in the final last year against Kingsway. Kingsway. Expected back here, won that championship. Rumson came up short in the championship last year against then Wilson, now Eastside, won the championship. Willingboro, four sectional titles in a row that they went to that game, won the championship. Right. And the other is Edison, who you know we had seen all year. They have met the task. And, but, but those teams, and those are the teams you're going to see at Cherokee in these state semifinals. Those games are going to be next weekend. And I don't know because I got too much sleep last night, but I don't know if this officially came out or not. But the indication I have is that Group 1's 1030 on Saturday at Cherokee. I know Greg Mack's upset. Mm -hmm. Group 3 is at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And Group 5's at 530 on Saturday at right. the Bowl. Group 2 and 4, both on Sunday at 11, is Group 2. And 230 is Group 4. Now, interesting piece about this. Let's talk about this later on in the show, Rob. But I want to know everybody's favorite venue you say you like kicking it out to the to the fans. Yes. Get a little feedback. Go ahead and drop in your comments here your favorite stadium um, in high school. It doesn't even have to be New Jersey. I'm interested to hear even out of state. But I want to know where that is because the place that they're going, if you talk about football it's in pretty, South Jersey. Pretty special. To me, that is the Mecca in South Jersey football to play at is the bowl at Cherokee. No matter what time, the North semifinals are going to be at Franklin High School. I know uh, that has been a topic of consternation for those in North Jersey. I know it's not the easiest place to get to, but I agree, Daryl. I, I think Cherokee is probably the best stadium. Yeah. Now, Cary Stadium at Battle of the Beach is pretty special. Yeah, they they, right? they all have their own little touches to them, right? That's <laughs> the stadium down in Ocean City is special because it's the summertime, the end of the summer. We go there, had a Ferris wheel on, you know, all of that. The the families yeah. are coming in the last weekend to get their last minute vacations in. But the bowl is something special. I mean, that's you're 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 going down into the bowl. You know, you can stand up top. It, it that is special. Uh Harry Cook Jr. Memorial Field is what Dwayne says. I need to know where that is, Dwayne. You gotta, you gotta educate us. Um, I love that it started at Ocean City, mm -hmm. right? The end of the summer, you start at the beach. Now, you're at the bowl. From yes. the beach to the bowl. Yes. It's been a wonderful season, and it's not over yet. The best action is on the way. Some of these matchups are tantalizing. Um. And we also, you know, we could talk about the action that we saw because you saw three games. I saw two of those three. Mm -hmm. There was a lot going on, and it was a perfect weekend of football. The weather was great. You canceled your – moved your game from Friday to Saturday or to Thursday up north, and um, you probably didn't need to because the weather was fine. But, you know, it was more games for more people to see. Special, special shout-out to our guy, 
Coach Ab, who was part of the first sectional champions of the season because mm-hmm. they played Thursday night, as the six-seeded West Orange Mountaineers went through the three-seed. Upset. Went through the two-seed. Upset. And went up to Peaburg, Phillipsburg, and took down the one-seed. Not only was it the first sectional title appearance in West Orange history, of course it's the first championship, so – Congratulations to the Mountaineers, Congrats. who will now, I believe, play Passaic County Tech. Um, I believe mm-hmm. in the state semifinals on the other side of that Group Five bracket. I, I just want to say um, how big it is for these South Jersey teams, Man. and I mean even Coach Ab, right? I mean, let's just be honest. To to get to this point, you you have to have there's, there's going to be peaks and valleys. It's uh-huh. going to go up and down, right? So the point I'm making is, well, Woodbury, you know, they came in. They, it looked like they just just going to roll, right? And they wind up losing to Woodstown. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinking, oh, this, they're, they're going to be down, right? So it was that little moment for them. We're talking about Camden. New coaches, players aren't gelling. They go to Ohio. Seems like they get beat up pretty bad. They come mm-hmm. home, and you know they're they're trying to get things right, and that was their little stuff they went through. We we saw what happened with Salem, right? Mm-hmm. The ups and downs with them. They hit a part of the season where people thought everything the wheels were falling off. They mm-hmm. were, I mean, they they just won it last year, yeah. And people were already complaining, and they got it back going on, right? Yeah. So Millville. Same thing. They lose to Lenape. Fire the coach. He's terrible. You don't know what he's doing. You know, and they find a way to to bring it back. And I say that to say this. I mean, one of the things that we always say is nobody cares, work harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put your head down and work. Cancel out the noise and, and just get to work. And those teams, even Willenboro, I mean, let, let's really look at Willenboro. They had the ups with the, with the Chris Longs, the Demi Sumos. Mm-hmm. Right, the, the 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 Smiths, all of those guys, and they 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 went down. They hit a low. Oh man, this guy don't know what he's doing, and they lose to Wilson in a close game. Lose to Pensalkin in a close game. Boom, they're in the t- like. You have to find ways, and this is what I always say: the season matters for seeding, but you want to hit that stride at the right yeah, moment. Sure. And every one of these teams, even Delcy, is going through something. They didn't have their quarterback last night. Yeah. And they put somebody else in, and they roll. So you, you just have to find a way to win games, and that's what these teams are doing very well, these coaching staffs. I, I don't – we can't um, understate how critical it is to have good coaches and, and players that, that buy in. And, and like they said, we got some comments. Woodbury did not lose to Woodstown. That's, I'm sorry about that's that. That's true. They lost to Haddonfield. Haddonfield. I'm sorry about and that. And then came back. Um, I apologize. But then they lost to Salem by one in the in the final game, and they will see him again. And that's the matchup. There's a couple matchups we have been waiting to see, and we're going to see them. Um, it's funny, Ron. I'm looking out the window here, and I see Delcy Drive. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to make a I'm going to make a promise right now. I don't know when the show's going to happen next week exactly. That's what we got to work out. Because we got to figure that out because games are on Sunday. But I'm going to make a promise right now that um, obviously I got this 
I've got this beautiful new Camden High sweatshirt. If Delcy wins that game next week, I will do the show in a beautiful Delcy Regional High School sweatshirt. It's only fair. It's only fair for bragging rights, for all that. We are opening up the sweatshirt, the DMs for the sweatshirts. And I wanted, for the record, thank you, Will. I wanted a West Orange sweatshirt, and it hasn't come in the mail yet. Coach Ab, I'm looking at you. Man, Not I'm, good enough. I've been on this show begging <laughs> to represent people's schools. Yeah. And and it seems I only get a couple, you know, T-shirts. I, I, I love... I love, listen, I, I absolutely love the Clearview shirt that I got. I wear that often. And, uh, you know, I haven't really, you know, got, got too many uh, other people sending them in. But hopefully now they can start sending them in. Oh, man, we got some great commenters in here. Some friendly faces from the past. Daryl, I'm glad to see you in the comments, man. Uh, Willingboro. Is alive and well, and then some. And you know that when Reem and Daryl are around, yes, sir. That the W is going up. Um, there, there's a lot to touch on. So you know what? Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back, and then we're going to talk about these matchups and how excited we are for next weekend. And continue to tell us in the comments where your favorite venue is for high school football. I'll give you two right, real quick, before the break. John Hanley High School, Winchester, Virginia, look it up. Or Salem High School, not the one at Walnut Street, which I love that one too, but the one in Virginia as well. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Joe McColgan, Nick Strom, and John Darty have been part of a lot of wins in South Jersey football. They won on the field. Let them win for you in the game of real estate. With over $200 million in real estate transactions between the three of them, and over 30 years of real estate experience. They're servicing anywhere in South Jersey, from the Philadelphia Bridges all the way to the Cape May Lighthouse. With one of South Jersey's fastest-growing teams, $29.5 million alone in real estate sales in 2021 and 22. First-time home buyers, seller consultations, relocations, rentals, downsizing. Or, if you're not quite sure how to get started in the process of real estate, Give them a call for a free consultation at 609-314-9862. That's South Jersey Elite. They won on the field. Let them win for you in the game of real estate. Welcome back to my Hats Off podcast here at Studio B, brought to you by South Jersey Realty, Elite Realty Group. Thank you so much for your sponsorship. Thank you, Sully, giving us this platform here. Um, of course, with South Jersey Glory Days, to be sure um, to thank him and see his coverage of that Woodbury win yesterday. I saw the picture of Coach Nam getting doused with the the Gatorade. There's a lot of that going around. Yesterday was a good day to get doused by it because it's a little warm outside if you're out there in the middle of the day. Um, first, Rod, let's talk about this game we saw on Friday night as Millville goes down to Hamilton, and Hamilton hosted this game, but I would say most people in South Jersey would have considered Millville the favorite in the game. And 
things didn't look good for the Bolts. They're down uh, 16 to 6 to start the fourth quarter. They had the ball, and it looked like they just weren't. I mean, the sideline seemed not the coaches, but some of the kids, man, like hanging their heads. I mean, this is it. We're, we're going. We're going down. You know, the season's going to end. You know what happened? No, none of this. Uh, they weren't whipping each other. Come on, guys, we got this. I mean, it was just kind of like, mm, this is, it doesn't feel like our night. Mm-hmm. But you see that sometimes. Well, somehow, some way, it was their night. And they go down and score to cut the lead. And then Hamilton gets the ball back with nine minutes left. And you're Hamilton. You run that wing tee as well as they do with Kenny Smith and that good offensive line. And you think, we're milking we got to milk this clock out. Millville has three timeouts, and on Millville's side, it's like, when do you use them? Mm-hmm. So time ticks down there. When Millville couldn't stop Kenny Smith on the fourth and two at about midfield, it felt like it was over. It was probably over. He gets mm-hmm. fourth and two, and Coach Rasso of Hamilton says, we got to win this game with the ball. We're trying to take as much time as we can. About, you know, three and a half minutes left, I would say, three or four minutes left. Kenny Smith gets hit, maneuvers over the pile, and ends up with a first down, moves the chains. And now Millville has those three timeouts. They need the stops. They get the stops. This is where it all starts is where you get the stops. Marcus Offer up front, big, big play. Um, to create a negative play, and they get the stop. They get the ball at their own 17-yard line. Two minutes and 55 seconds left and no timeouts. It didn't start well, did it, Rod? The first play could have been a touchdown, and underthrow was incomplete. The next thing you know, they're facing fourth and five at the 22. And what Millville does at that point, and I know everybody has, especially these guys in the chat, or ladies in the chat have heard or seen about it because they're diehard fans. Millville has one thing that no other team no, uh, in America has, it, and that's Lotsier Brooks. You have to say in that way because they, I mean, he is special. Right. Yes. And, and it's a lot of teams with special players. We're hit on some of those special players as we go, but, you're absolutely right. There, there's not another receiver in South Jersey like Brooks. Brooks, slimes in here, Quincy. Good to see. You. Good to see you, slime. Congrats on your herd. Brooks gets an inside screen to the boundary on fourth and five catches the ball which is not an easy first off this is not an easy this traffic traffic yeah he catches the ball he gets he's going to be tackled short it looks like and spins out of it and not only does he spin out of it and get that first down fourth in the season now gets the first down extends the season he goes 26 yards and kick starts that drive Mm mm-hmm uh, I've got to hand it to Jacob Zamat, who got the hat for his performance on the final drive. He made some huge plays after mm-hmm. the fact. 
for Millville then, especially he rolls out and floats one over, yep, over a DB a defender. and Brooks yep. catches it and gets two feet in bounds. It's right. an NFL catch. And don't forget it, the, the the scramble plays to extend the drives and to get out of the way yep. to complete the pass to, to keep that going. Extends the drive. Mm-hmm. And the pass that the play that really I felt was great. All right. And this is this was uh, indicative of this game for Millville. They struggled to put things together all game. Well, Thomas Smith, the third. Yes. Uh, we know his old man and, and we know Thomas and, and what he's meant to the team and what a dynamic playmaker he is. Mm-hmm. The first the kickoff to start the game, uh, he kind of gets wrapped around, but I don't think he ever touched the ground. He was blown dead. It, it could, he could he stayed up and could have scored. It showed the type of ability he had. Now, I haven't watched the replay. Maybe he was down, but um, that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then the rest of the game goes along. There were a couple passes, I think. He would admit he should have caught that he didn't. He flat out dropped them. Okay, including one on that drive. Yes. He didn't wrap up on Kenny Smith earlier in the game. Tried he to went late. for the big hit. The hit Kenny stick. Smith ran it. Spun out of it. 51 yards for a touchdown. Exactly. So, this was not the greatest game for Thomas Smith. Okay? But here we go. That's why I love football, This man. is why. You know, you, you play to the final whistle, a ball That's over the middle to Thomas, and it hits both his hands and pops up in the air. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, my goodness, this guy just cannot catch a break today. It's just not going his way. ball is in the air and here come the swarm of defenders to hit him and they do but not before he snatches it out of the air and drags the defenders six more yards seven more yards it's first and goal at the four and now Hamilton is like we got to call timeout because these guys could score and we need the ball back that play was huge Mark (laughs) he didn't catch that one cleanly he caught the ball twice it hit him and then Popped up and hit his hand, and he was able to bring it in. So the importance of that play was huge on that drive because that could have easily went the other way for an interception. I mean, an uh, incomplete pass, you know, yeah. for, for him to make that play to get himself together. And, you know, that's one of the, the biggest plays of the drive. Yeah, and then the little man who never gets – and we, I mean, we mentioned his name, but he is – Seemingly always, um, he's overlooked in the in the footnotes. Mm-hmm. This guy and I, I want to give a huge shout out to him because the Bolts are lucky to have him. Any team would be lucky to have him. He is tough. He's as tough as the day is long. Mm-hmm. My guy Naeem Shark Shark scores from four yards out. Now on fourth and two earlier in the game from the eight. They handed to him, and he scored then mm-hmm. twice. Reached the ball out, got hit, yeah. scored again. Naeem Sharp is a heck of a running back, and he scores late, uh, you know, basically wins the game. Incredible drive, incredible night, and I couldn't help but think, and, and I, I apologize to the Hamilton fans and, and their alumni because they, they don't want me to bring this up either, but 
the last playoff game I covered at Hamilton was when Devin Leary drove Timber oh, yeah. Creek down to win that game. You might not be welcome back. <laughs> and I, I can't help but think when I'm watching that. Is it going to happen again? It, it just, it's crazy how that happens. And Hamilton, and like Coach Rasso said, I couldn't, and I could not be more impressed with that team from the start to finish. They were one play short, one first one down. One first short. down short of winning a game. They, they really, really played great. I Presley uh, at DN mm -hmm. is a is a monster. They've yeah. got some great young players. Smith ran for two oh seven and uh, two long touchdown runs. Yes, Kenny Smith, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not introduced to who Kenny Smith is, let me tell you something. That kid earned all of my respect. I mean, I can't count the number of times that he was hit and his helmet came off or he was going up to make a hit and his helmet popped off. He got to go out the game making a what? He broke a 51-yard touchdown, outran guys from Millville. Lotsdale Brooks was chasing and the other guys. And, and for him to be able to get into the end zone, the plays that this kid was making, I'm not saying that the game um, – I'm not discrediting Hamilton, right? But if they didn't have him, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't have been as close as it was. Cause he, well, they might not have been at this point in the season. I mean, the guy has been everything. Just amazing. In a loss, I've never seen a kid uh, – I mean, I'm not going to say never. But in a loss, for this kid to do what he did, I mean, walking out, talking to the Millville side coaches, uh, some of the fans, and that, that was the first thing that kept saying was, Kenny Smith is a dog. This guy is really good. So we, we do – we do have to give him his his flowers. I mean, they 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 didn't complete the win. Of course, Brooks and Zamat and 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 Smith and Sharp and those guys they they kind of um, pushed the envelope. I was I, I'll say this: I was surprised at at how many mistakes Millville was making. I mean, we looked at Hell. He he was dropping passes. Smith was dropping passes. Um, just inaccurate throws early in the game. It, like you said, it seemed like they were kind of sleep or sleepwalking into the game, thinking it was going to be easy. Yeah. But for them, that last drive, what was it, eighty-three yards? They went, I believe it was. Yeah. Any coach will tell you if our defense is on the field and the team has to go eighty yards to win it, I, I'm cool. Like we're okay right. with that. Well, I felt like Rod when that. I, I do feel that way. I, I agree with you. Um, and I do agree with Coach Mack about, about the helmet thing. Kenny Smith's helmet did come off a number of times, and he had to come out uh, of the game. You have to do that by rule. Um, you know, that, that was unfortunate as well. But the, when Millville had the ball to start that drive, <clears throat> Bill Evans, NJ.com, great reporter, great friend. I said to him, if there's one team that you want to be in this position with to go down and score, it's probably Millville. Right. Right? If you if you could say to put the true serum in any coach and say, All right, here's the receivers, the team, the court, the weapons, you gotta go 83. Here's the roster all over all over the um all over South Jersey right at the top you know you got to go down mm -hmm. here and score who are you going to pick and i think a lot of people would probably pick Millville 
those people would have been proven right on Friday night. Um, 18 to 16 in 100 seconds, they drive 83 yards to win their second consecutive sectional title. <clears throat> they will play mainland in the state semifinals. And mainland goes up to Middletown South and puts on for South Jersey and comes away with a big win. Johnny Francini, Johnny Football, as, Coach McGar- as Mike McGarry calls him. I said Coach McGarry. Mike McGarry, the Atlantic City Press, calls him Johnny Football as an homage to Mr. Manziel in his days. The freshman helps lead mainland to the big win. Defense was great. Um, big, big win for the Mustangs. Mustangs versus Millville. We're going to break all these games down on Wednesday night. we got a lot of time to do it since we have minimal games. But mainland and Millville, an old Cape Atlantic League clash. Uh, this is going to be a really, really good game. I'm excited for it again. This will be the final game of the weekend at Cherokee, 2.30 on Sunday. I'll be watching the birds on my phone, and I'm going to try to be multitasking. Luckily, the Phillies World Series games have have put me in kind of training camp for this moment. So let's just say that one, we know South Jersey is going to have a team in that state championship. We know South Jersey is going to have a team in the group three state championship mm-hmm. when Delcy plays Camden. We know South Jersey will not have a team in the group five state championship as Edison will play Tom's River North, and that game is going to be dynamite too. They aren't two of our teams, but that is going to be a fantastic game between Micah Ford and Yaxo of, or I hope it's not Yasko. I don't know if it's Yaxco, Yasko, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Edison um, and Hector, I would think all the games will be streamed somewhere, probably on NJ.com. I don't know. But quarterback play for Edison and Tom's River North, not to dispute anything else. I mean, that Tom's River North team had two pick sixes that helped really push things forward against Kingsway and expand that lead. So we'll see. Um, that That's going to be a great game, that group five game, although there's no South Jersey teams in it. But South Jersey could have four teams in the first state championships out of five, which you hope so. Woodbury and Salem, and the other one is Rumson out of the Shore Conference. They score 17 unanswered to force overtime in the fourth quarter and win. 34-27, and Willingboro. And we had Coach Everett and Kamal Rice in here last week. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, they just continue to get it done. They beat Glosser 20-7. to Glosser's defense is really good, and we talked about that and how the Lions kept rising to the challenge. And But Willingboro's defense is pretty darn good, too. To hold Willingboro under, you know, 50 points <laughs> – we, we weren't sure anybody could do it right now. So salute to Glosser and salute to a great season they have, and they got a lot coming back next year. We're going to be talking a lot about the Lions. Willingboro, the W's are up. The W's are up. Congrats to Willingboro. They're going to play Rumson. That is the one that's a South Jersey versus a non-South Jersey team in that Group 2 final. That one is Sunday at 11 at Cherokee. 
Um, Woodbury, Salem, Delcy, Camden. I think both of these games are game of the year material. I think they're games we've all wanted to see all year. Now, Woodbury and Salem did play already the final game of the regular season on Walnut Street where Salem scored twice in the last five minutes to win 21-20. to mm -hmm. And I could see in the chat, in the comments, I mean, Woodbury and Salem, they're already no, volleying no. shots across from Salem County up <laughs> to Woodbury of uh, who's playing the better ball and who's got the better team. And, Man, it's it's not about the better ball, the better team. <laughs> Come on, man. We Speaking talking on a about lot Wood more than Come that. On. Rod. We talking about Salem and Wood We're talking about Salem Woodbury. And Woodbury man. Come on, man. We all know that this is going to be probably one of the bigger games. I mean, we're talking about South Jersey. Yeah. Um. Oftentimes they 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 put the bigger game or the bigger group later at night. But I'm I'm here to tell you, come comes was that Saturday morning. <laughs> Listen, they 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 I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell everybody now though when you when you're coming into the game, you know, take your time getting there. You gotta come up route uh 73 or 70. Take your time. Take your time. You coming through East Ham Township. <laughs> yeah. Take your time. I know y'all gonna be excited. <laughs> Don't speed. This will be the biggest game probably um in this area as far as a group one team in a long time. We saw that. You know, we would see it at Rutgers. But ever since they moved games and had them at different places, it's been different. But I cannot wait till Saturday morning. I, I'm hoping I, I'm, I'm, I probably won't be able to make it um, to the game. But listen, man, we ain't talking about who the better team. This, yeah, this, this thing deep-rooted. Who make the best collard greens? Who make listen, the best listen. chicken? Like, Come on, man. Like Greg Mack says, Greg Mack takes us. The only thing we like about Woodbury is on the way to Deptford Mall. <laughs> there you but go. The, the people from Woodbury would probably say, I don't want to speak for them, but that Salem's not on the way to anywhere. I mean, <laughs> you know. Oh, come on. Come on. Nah, come on. Look. <laughs> Look, uh, we gotta we gotta work on cell towers down in Salem too. So we need something. Come I, on. I went to the barber shop yesterday on West Broadway Street and met Troy, the barber down at Salem. And oh, let dope. me tell you, Troy said Salem's gonna win this game by ten points yesterday against Paulsburg. Troy sold him short by nine, but Troy is a great guy. Mm -hmm. I met him. We got a couple picks. Um, it was great to be there and to see kind of. Uh, the center of where the talk happens, you know, mm -hmm. about the game. And you're talking ball all the time. But, Rod, I told you this. I told you and uh, Mr. Hickson before this show started. The only problem was Troy invited me to sit up in the seat <laughs> right. to get this, to, to take a photo. And uh, I said, okay, great, sure. So I sat up in the seat. Well, one of my guys in there on the couch had been waiting for that seat for a little Listen. while. A little while on Saturday morning game day, okay? And, uh, you know, Listen, I, don't, uh, let me say I this. don't know, uh, but I had <laughs> I my whole life, Rod, and yours too probably, <laughs> yours too, and a lot of others that, that tune in here, what we wouldn't give. To have one more haircut. Okay. All right. And in that moment, yeah. I've never been happier <laughs> that there is no hair on this head. <laughs> <laughs> because my guy said, <laughs> wait, 
<laughs> Wait a second, that's my spot. Listen, and immediately I said, "There's nothing to cut, man." Listen, I apologize. It, there is, a, well, I don't, I don't know if it's every every barber shop, but I'm gonna say in, in black culture, there is black barber etiquette. Listen, you don't come in and jump the line. Listen, it, it, it can start a war in there. Yeah, well, listen, there's nothing to shape up here. Okay, there's there is nothing to shape up. Uh, we all got a big laugh about it. And I was grateful. I always have, you know, 300 T-shirts in my car. Everybody got a T-shirt. But it was a great time. Troy, thanks for having me down there, man. It's good to meet you. Um, and and Walnut Street, and Darian said it in these comments, Walnut Street was electric yesterday, Rob, special, wasn't it? Special place, man. How many people were there? They were there early. Um, and to see it. The, how many people were stacked deep on the fence lines? Special. Um, beautiful weather. Just an absolute... I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you don't watch big-time Group 1 football on Saturday afternoons in South Jersey, I know, and I know people, you know, cart their kids around to practices, and, you know, you got all these different things you got to do, and, and you know, it's limited time to do it. If you don't go to these games, uh, you are missing an incredible experience. Uh, you really are. I mean, it, it is so much fun. And it was a lot more fun for Salem yesterday than, than of course, it was for Paulsburg. But still, what an electric atmosphere. I saw a lot of friendly faces. Yes. Um, a lot of good people and a lot of good football. And Salem wins that thing 33-14, to 14, but, you know. It, it, it was a great day, right? It, it, it's a special place. I, I probably met four or five people yesterday that I had no clue who they were. But just for them to, to acknowledge um, that we were there and they, they welcomed us in, they thanked us. I mean, we got the opportunity to do the live stream. Yeah, um, thanks for doing that, by the way. But all, just, it's, it's just a, a special place to play. Um, just the setting. It's right on the street. I mean, you, you had everybody in the parking lot. They were tailgating. Um, then, you had, of course, you had the dog pound down in the end zone. They were hanging out. It was, it was a really good um, a good place. But I, ju I just want to say, Paulsboro game yesterday, um, uh, the kid bagged him. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage and guts to, to break out of how he started yesterday. Yeah, sure. I mean – they kicked the ball off to him. He caught it at about the 10-yard line and ran backwards and got hit. And next thing you know, it's a safety. Yeah. So to give up that two points and then Salem goes up by by nine at the at that time, I believe. Yeah. I think it was nine points. Right, right off the bat, I mean, we're only three or four minutes, at, three minutes into the game. And then they scored the next possession of 16-0. But, Rod. We thought it was over. But you know what? Bagby made the catch that put – Paulsburg right back in the business. That's, he bounced right he back. He bounced Absolutely. right back. And, that, uh, and we're talking about uh, in a football community where if he makes that play and they um, they didn't fight to get back in and he doesn't come and make other plays, like that kind of lives with you for the rest of your life now. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. one of those things where it's like, man, you got to see, you know, you know how people are, right? Yeah. And it's mostly the adults. But for him to come back and make two or three big-time catches. I'm talking about, you know, getting hit, yeah. make catches, set up for a touchdown, to get them back into the ball game. 
that was really huge in him. I just wanted to it, uh, it make, was. make note of that. It was, and credit to him, great kid, great, great kid. Paulsburg team full of a lot of really, really great young men. Yesterday, that game was, it had the feeling of a lot of things, Rod, and I wrote in my column for, for Sully that it was absolutely a portrait of Salem's season. They start out 16 nothing right off the bat. Well, this is the same Salem team that came into the season with top five accreditation in South Jersey, basically, and well-deserved. They brought mm -hmm. a lot back off a dominant team last year. Mm -hmm. And not only that, you know, they, they went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Camden at Rutgers. Mm -hmm. They won by, you know, one of these group one championships up north, one of the teams in them, or in the semifinals, I don't remember. I think it was the semifinals. I can't remember this exactly, but Cedar Grove was in that game. Salem beat them by 40 in the first game. Mm -hmm. uh, Salem was clicking. They had everything going, and it felt like that yesterday, up 16 to nothing right off the bat before Paulsbury even had a snap offense. The same thing happened in the season where Salem went into a lull. Right. The offense disappeared. Mm -hmm. The team was struggling. They were arguing amongst themselves. Well, I'm not saying yesterday they were arguing amongst themselves, but the next thing you know, they're, it's 16 to 14. Mm -hmm. So now... There's that law, 14 points, boom. And credit to Paulsboro. I mean, they went down and scored. It's not like Salem had self-inflicted wounds. But 16 to 14, Maji Bundy lost his grandmother last weekend playing for her, gets a touchdown run, and it's 23-14 at halftime. And now defensive coordinator Dave Hunt tells it, tells the kids at halftime, I'm not changing anything. I'm not doing anything. Mm -hmm. You guys go out there and play like you can. And I'm not the best statistician in the world, but by my count, Paulsboro had negative eight yards offense in the second half. Mm -hmm. Salem winning that Woodbury game, what they've done to playoff since then. That's how they closed that game yesterday. Same way. Right? Start fast, have a lull, take over. That's what happened during the game. And you know what? Ja'Kai Coach said, and he played great yesterday. When we have all these, we had all this stuff going on during the season, you know, finally we realized, we're talking to this group chat, we had team meetings. Everybody wants to be a superhero. But these teams of superheroes, like the Avengers and all these other, you know, whatever, Everybody has a specific skill in them. They don't all do everything. They don't all fly and have x-ray vision and freeze stuff. I mean, there's Mr. Freeze, there's Superman, there's all, everybody brings something to the table. So that's what we needed to do. Mm -hmm. And they have. And so and congratulations to them. And Two in a row. Shout out to Coach, man. I mean, yeah. you, we talked about uh, situations <laughs> where it, there's up and up and downs, right? And you know, he had a period during the season as a, as a quarterback that he probably felt that pressure that you just spoke to. And you know, a lot of times uh, as an adult, we do put a lot of pressure on our kids and our teams and things like that, and we forget that they're still young at heart. But 
for him to bounce back the way that he did, man, I mean, you know, run, running the ball up the sideline, the passes he was making, the defensive plays he was making, I mean, it's salute to him to, to getting back to having fun playing a game of football. That was That's really huge. Yeah, I was at the end of the game when they lost to Paul's for however many weeks ago, and everything fell apart. Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole season was off the rails. And, and, you know, like yesterday, from a motivational standpoint, I always will understand the idea of, well, we were written off or, or we were slighted or and, – and, like, Coach told me things got dark down on Walnut Street, man. It mm -hmm. wasn't it wasn't great at that time. They dug out of it, but the reason people wrote them off is because they were playing like they wanted to be wrote off, right? Or or they weren't playing well enough to be written on. Mm -hmm. So, a credit to them, turned it around. Coach Wright, Coach Hunt, all those guys did a great job, and now they're going to play Woodbury and Woodbury has a score to settle with Salem, for sure. Last year in the regional championship game at Rutgers, they lost, I think, 34-8. to eight. This year, lost in a game they, they feel like they had in hand. They lose that game late. And Woodbury is making it happen. I mean, they flexed on Maple Shade yesterday, fourth time they beat them in two years. Um. You know, I, I I think it's going to be an incredible game. The game's at 10.30. I might be there at 6.30 in the morning. I'm going to be so excited. Greg Mack, I'll be out there in the parking lot long before you, man. I'm going to be – I'll bring the coffee. You bring the donuts. We'll get out there and hang. A little more than donuts making that trip. <laughs> yeah, but. bring bring me bring – me, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe you get pork roll and cheese for a playoff game. Yeah. What do you think? They may have a full spread out there. You can, you know, kind of pick what you want, buffet style. That's, yeah. It's a big week coming up. Before anybody else gets this wrong, just because I've been educated on it the last couple of weeks by our new friends, or our friends, doesn't matter if they're new or not, they feel like they're old friends in North Jersey. Mountain Lakes is playing Weakway. This is how you pronounce it, okay? So do not try to pronounce it any other way. Weakway. Weakway. Don't spell it out. Don't read it. Don't look at it. Weakway. Let's take a quick break, Rod. Let's talk about this Camden and Delcy matchup that is going to be one for the ages. And, and let's give a little credit, too, to these guys in the gold helmets down here, the Holy Spirit Spartans. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. Joe McColgan, Nick Strom, and John Darty have been part of a lot of wins in South Jersey football. They won on the field. Let them win for you in the game of real estate. With over $200 million in real estate transactions between the three of them, and over 30 years of real estate experience. They're servicing anywhere in South Jersey, from the Philadelphia Bridges all the way to the Cape May Lighthouse. With one of South Jersey's fastest-growing teams, $29.5 million alone in real estate sales in 2021 and 22. First-time homebuyers, seller consultations, relocations, 
rentals, downsizing, or if you're not quite sure how to get started in the process of real estate, give them a call for a free consultation at 609-314-9862. That's South Jersey Elite. They won on the field. Let them win for you in the game of real estate. All right, we're back. Slight wardrobe change. Went with the different Panthers right now. And, and the reason why is, is the Permian Panthers, 1988. It's what I wore into the studio today before I realized that that uh, purple hoodie was coming my way in honor of Friday Night Lights, favorite book ever written. Shout out to Matt Ulmer who sent a screenshot. He, he says, forget NFL countdown. This is my view every Sunday. Shout out right there. We appreciate you guys being in here. I look at this and say, Weekwayic? I don't know, man. I'm calling it Weekway. I don't. I'm calling it Weekway. This is what it, this is how it's been told to me. Is Weekway. Computer just went nuts. I don't know what's going on. Rod Camden and Delcy. Now, Delcy. We know what they're going to do. Camden High's defense has been on a roll. These are two teams that have been destined for each other since the group, um, what do you call it, the group classifications came out. And, and Camden's in group three and not group two. Epic is the word that comes to mind. This is, before the season start, uh, before the playoffs started, this is who we have one and two in South Jersey. Delcy at one, Camden at two. It could have been either way. Here they are. Delcy's undefeated. Camden lost mm -hmm. in Ohio. They're undefeated in the state. Um, what a game. This is not, we've talked a ton about the differences in the haves and have-nots, the seeding, the schedules, the differential, the games that, are, that you may think. And, and I've even seen people say, look, some of these seeds are not right. You know, we, we've got, they're wrong. We need to change. I don't know how to fix that stuff. And, and some of it I don't know that you can fix without having seeding meetings with people in them that have seen all these teams. I don't know how you do it. And I don't know if it matters because upsets are good for the sport and all this stuff. I, I know teams want to play at home. if they're, But the bottom line is we want the two best teams to play. And if there is a, a heavy bracket on one end versus another, I understand that. However, I think the cream always rises to the top in football. Let's look at it this way, though, and say, no matter all those things, what we have here in these championships, and, and Camden and, Salem, and uh, Delcy is a perfect uh, summation of it. 
we got championship level football. These are the teams that deserve to be there. These are the teams that are going to play tooth and nail to the end. This is going to be the type of football you think about when you think about playoff football. And you might say, oh, well, you know, it's watered down and it's, you know, these teams are, are not as strong as in the past. And that may be true for some of high school football. Participation levels are down everywhere. But when it comes to the cream of the crop, this is going to be real big boy football. Am I wrong? <laughs> not wrong at all. This is going to be the real deal. And the games at Rutgers are going to be the real deal. Delcy has the best run game on planet Earth, right? They got guys that come out of the woodwork that I've seen them play a few times now that you don't even, you're like, where this guy come? He's just another guy running down the sideline. Their offensive line play up front is like a Swiss watch. And Blose, the offensive lineman, is a, is a great, great player. I mean, he's a monster. Shoppy's as tough as it gets. Wayne and Dare can break out. Now, on the other side, Camden's defense. This is the unstoppable force versus the immovable object. Cam's defense gives up nothing. Zero points last night. Um, I could go back and th they make it easy for me to figure out points against because there's not a lot to add up. I'm not great at math. Unstoppable force, immovable object. Wing T versus Cam's defense. Oil and water. Yeah. They don't mix. This is this is a little different. Um, man, I, I'm just trying to think of the words to formulate what I really want to say. But <clears throat> one thing I know is Delcy is going to do what they do. We know that. Camden is going to hang their hat on playing great defense. No doubt. If you, I, I didn't see the Delcy game yesterday, so I'm, I, I'm not going to really speak on that. But I have seen Delcy against King, what Kingsway, and some other teams, and they are really good. What I've seen from Camden last night, that defense, we're talking about the defensive line, and the defensive line, you have to start with James Hurd Jr. Yeah, you have to. It, it, there's no getting around it, right? He is. I posted it a while ago. He's the best defensive lineman in this area. Then you have, you know, Richard James. I'll say junior, so I don't disrespect his father. And then you have Tyson. Mm -hmm. And then you have guys on the edge that kind of, the other edge that kind of rotate in. But the back end of that defense is, it's, they fly around. When you're talking about, you know, uh, Craig Walton, you're talking about um, Tyquan Brittingham, Hamid mm -hmm. Anderson, um, you're, you're talking about Long, you're talking about um, uh, Israel Clark. Mm -hmm. I just said names, and almost every one of those guys, I uh, can't forget Bush and, and Blakely on that defense as well. But every last one of those guys, they fly to the ball. This is classic oil and water. And I tell the Camden fans, because, you know, they know I'm, I'm always out and I'm doing games and I'm seeing a lot of teams. And last night after the game, my phone, I, I mean, I drove home mm -hmm. and my phone was just ringing off the hook. And everybody kept asking me, 
What do you think? So here's what I think. I'm not going to give you the score. What I think is Delcy will not fold. Oh, no. They're not going. So if you're thinking you're going to walk into this game and you're going to air them out and we're going to win, listen, this is going to be a knockdown, drag out, barroom brawl. So you have to bring everything on offense and defense, a complete game to beat a team like Delcy. That is, they are the best team that I've seen this year. When, when I'm talking in terms of offensively and defensively put together, they're the best team. Yeah. So uh, Camden is, their defense is really strong, but they, they're going to need a little bit of help from that offense to, to, to really, uh, you know, get past Delsey. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge, and, and the quarterback play is going to be huge because I'm not sure if we know exactly what the stance is, is of who's starting for either team. I believe there have been some injuries. Who comes out there and takes those snaps? We'll see. I mean, here we are in the sectional in the, in the state semifinals, and uh, that's up in the air. That's not what you want if you're one of these teams, but if the other one has the same issue, then – who knows? I will say that Delsey, I agree. They're the best team that I have seen this year yeah. in South Jersey. And I saw them in games twice where they didn't play particularly well. And they won anyway. And I really didn't think they were in danger of losing either game. Now, the St. Joe game, they score late to win it by six. But the score was tied. They put up a ton of yards. I think they had 22 first downs. They were negative four in turnover differential, and they beat them. And St. Joe's pretty darn good. Kingsway game, we were there. They were negative turnover differential there on the road, and they were up by two scores late in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, they want to play in the phone booth, and they wanna, they're going to make you earn it. There's no question. Mm -hmm. Now, Camden High on the other side, and, and sometimes we can get too bogged down in, in different details of – Okay, can this guy make the play? Could it be this guy that makes the play? The, this is gonna this is gonna come down to turnover differential, and what defense can get off the field. Special teams is a big deal. Um, but this is this is a huge huge game. Again, we'll preview all these games. But Woodbury, if you were to tell me in the beginning of the season, hey, look. State semifinals. How would you like to see Woodbury and Salem, Camden, Delsey, Mainland, Millville? Sign me up. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying I could see those three all South Jersey matchups? Are they? Go am I going to be able to go to every home site? Oh no, no, no. They're all going to be at the bowl. <laughs> Woo! Are you kidding me? It doesn't get any better, folks. It doesn't get any better. Listen, NJSIAA need to pay us, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, show us some of these ticket sales. But, but let's be real. I don't With free sweatshirts, I'm getting free sweatshirts. I'm, I'm okay. But... These matchups, man, come on. Let's go. It, Let's it, see them. 
it doesn't get any better. It does not get any better. I mean, some of the names can change, but the, the style of football that we're going to see on, you know, Saturday and Sunday, to start off with Millville, I mean, excuse me, to start off with Woodbury and Salem, that's going to be, I mean, we talk about the finesse of, of both teams. That's going to be a backyard brawl. At the end of the day, that game will be one in the trenches. You know, every team, both of those teams have guys that can fly around. They both have dynamic quarterbacks, mm -hmm. right? And then we're going to move on to Delcy. You mean I don't have to leave my seat nope. to see Delcy Camden? No, you don't. To see Choppy? I mean, to see Delcy wants to run the ball down your like down your throat they oh, yeah. they want to punch you in the face and then you're going to tell me i get to see camden's defense that wants to totally destroy you as i mean the last three quarterbacks they played they've they've made those kids feel like they want to tap out they wanted to not play football any longer yeah i mean but i gotta get Braden Braden davis huge shout out he yeah. earned my respect last night they were punishing him again but he kept coming back. So I just want to throw that in. But we're talking about man on, like that Delcy Camden, that's going to be a man on man. Like you got to be yeah. a dude to finish that game. Like, well, and, and Rod, just so we don't lose sight of this, and, and congratulations to Seneca on an in, incredible season. Seneca came in that game last night undefeated. Right. Camden won 21 up. Hopewell Valley came into their game undefeated. Delcy beat them 44 to 7. Mm. I mean, that's powerhouses. Um, <clears throat> let's not, excuse me, let's not lose sight. I can't, Greg Mack, I cannot let it be Saturday yet. I'm still, <laughs> I got, I got to figure out my wardrobe next weekend. I, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed. I won't, I'm disappointed, but we'll uh, get there. Well, first, Greg Mack was saying the games are too early. Now he wants them to be now. <laughs> You're the man, Greg. Um, let's not lose sight of another team in South Jersey. I promised we would talk about them. I want to talk about them right now. Holy Spirit Spartans. Look, the seeds came out. They have a seeding meeting for the non-public tournaments. Based on the numbers, Spirit was behind St. Thomas Aquinas, but after the seeding meeting, they put Holy Spirit ahead. This was a four or five matchup, so mm -hmm. Holy Spirit was hosting. There were a lot of people who were upset about this. They said, if you look at the numbers, Aquinas should be hosting this game. Um, well, let me tell you about the numbers. His score was 50 to 21. There's the numbers. Who should have been hosting the game? Holy Spirit. The Spartans wanted to play this a different time, didn't want to crush the field. Both teams have to agree to it. And they didn't want to make the adjustment, correct? I think they I don't wanted think the to other play. The team wanted to make the adjustments. I'm like, eh, you know what? This is this might not be the right you know, 
never want to kick the hornet's nest, man. And Holy Spirit has an incredible coaching staff. They have some incredible players. We highlighted some of the best the other night. They're going to play Red Bank Catholic in the semifinals. And I think that, I think Dwayne says only one guy was upset. Well, it doesn't matter how many guys are upset. Dwayne, it matters how loud they are. But either way, Holy Spirit and Red Bank Catholic. Now, Red Bank Catholic's been phenomenal all season. Right. I think their only loss was the Seton Hall Prep, who mm -hmm. won yesterday to make the non-pub A semis. They're going to play Don Bosco, who beat St. Augustine yesterday. Holy Spirit, man, I'm telling you, can never count them out. They can never count them out. This is that I, I think that could be a really, really good game. Holy Spirit, Redman Catholic. But I have a lot of respect for the Spirit coaching staff and everything about that program. Congratulations for getting that getting to that semifinal. Andrew De Pasquale, the coach, first year head coach, young guy, done a great job. Um, we, we always give a lot of credit to Coach Roman and everything that mm -hmm. he does, and he does a lot. But, Andrew, congratulations on the big win, your first playoff win. Just want to make sure it was Seton Hall prep they lost to 17 nothing. That's their only loss. Did I get that season. wrong? I, I just wanted to make sure I just looked it up. Wasn't sure. I, I never remember exactly if I get it wrong. That's I, one thing I love about our commenters is they, oh, they you want straight top up. Of it. If you, you know, I mean, they're fact finders. Greg Mack hit me with he, he he hit me with the it wasn't the ten yard line. It was closer, but it was more like the the seven. All right, I give it the seven six yard line. But, well, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that is true. And look, I I know some people probably listen to this on audio and they think, man, this is it's just like always apologizing for stuff. I mean, that's the Virginia in me. I've I've got to I've got I'm sorry. You know, I gotta. Keep that Southern hospitality. But St. Joe is in the other side of that bracket. They're going to play DePaul. Um, St. Joe played a week ago. They played uh, in the early portion of that two-week spot. Uh, Don Bosco prep beat St. Augustine. Yeah, Dwayne, it's a tough trip for the Hermits, a long trip. But, you know, the Ironmen are number one in non-pub A, which – de facto in this state is number one in the state uh, for a reason. So St. Augustine will be back. They got a lot of kids coming back uh, that played, got a lot of really good experience. The team got better as the year went on with a young cast. <clears throat> good experience for them, and they will be back, no question. Um, Travis Dixon, good to see you, man. He says Willingboro is ready to shock the outside world with a freshman quarterback that's balling. No surprise to us. We knew he was up next. I'm not surprised by Willingboro winning. Yeah, especially like South Jersey area, we are we are so lucky to have a lot of the young quarterbacks um, coming to age. So, you know, we, we just kind of ushered out, you know, two, you know, um, eras which are like four years in high school years of, of the Learys, the Cardsmans. Um, and, and I'll even show, throw Alshon in there as well. Like we just ushered those good guys out. Now we have a fresh group coming in with Lamar Best. Um, we go down to um, 
I don't want to mess the kid name up from mainland. Base? Um, the young quarterback. Oh, Franchini? Yes. Um, Sorry, I was have him. You have, you know, we have some good young quarterbacks in this area. Willembrough got a tough one, man. He, he's there four years. He's going to give people problems for the next four years. It's going to be Rob, tough. One thing I want to mention, I don't know if this has happened before. I should know if it's happened before, but I don't know if it's happened before. Friday night may have been the first time that a form that a, a family has two hat winners between brothers. I don't know if that's ever happened. I have to go back and look, but Jacob Zamat got it, and his brother Joshua Zamat, who's uh, helping coach with Millville this year, got it twice. He got it once at St. Augustine, and he got it once at Holy Spirit, and Holy Spirit, he led a ferocious comeback to beat Delcy one year in overtime in Obsekin, and his little brother led a ferocious comeback uh, the other night. So I don't, I don't think, I don't know if any brothers have ever had it before. But that's we'll see. Marcus, good to see you, man. Yeah, Derek Bryant, Willingboro running back. He is next up. Willingboro's got guys across the board. Um, Coach Everett's going to have the suit on going to have this suit he's going to suit up we're going to see him at Cherokee for everybody who excuse me may have missed it earlier state semifinals <clears throat> at Cherokee Saturday group one Woodbury and Salem 10 30 a.m. rise and shine group three Camden and Delcy, 2 p.m. Group 5, Edison, Tom's River North, 5.30 p.m. Sunday. You're right. Uh, no. Devin Cargman never got the hat, and I don't think Donovan Leary ever got the hat. But those would have been good guesses. I don't think so. I'll go back and look. Sunday, Group 2, Willingboro and Rumson at 11 a.m. And Group 4, Millville and Mainland at 2.30 p.m. I'm thinking. They got they have me thinking of people that could have uh, – what is it? It's a quarterback that played at um, Shawnee. Uh, Wellesley. Wellesley. Didn't he have brothers? He did have a brother. His brother didn't didn't get it. His, I think his brother was a line. His brother was a lineman. I know that okay. actually. Um, what about the quarterback that's there now? Doesn't he have brothers as well? Papa. Papa, right? It's the, it's like three of them, right? Yeah, but there was. He's the only Papa that got it. Okay. He's the the big Papa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. There, there was another one. Not the Johnson brother. I mean, not the Johnson brothers at at Woodbury, right? I know one got it. One got it. The other one is not. Man, I don't know, man. I should I should know. I mean, I'm you, the one yeah. who has them all listed out. Coming going down the list now. I'm trying to think. 
I want to hear the commenters take on this. Uh, I have a personal opinion on this, but I'm not going to exactly say what it is. I've heard a lot of hubbub about it from people close to me. The hat has never gone outside of South Jersey. Ever. What about the ends, brothers? There it is. Yep. That was, that came in from our YouTube. Uh, That's exactly somebody right. watching on that YouTube. I'm I'm so sorry. I I lost that. I lost that memory. That's correct. In fact, I think they both got it twice. Wade and Turner. Mm. I think. Not the Meltons. Nope. Bo was a little bit before me. I never covered Bo, Bo specifically. And Max. Didn't get the hat. I think uh, Taylor Manning got it for when he beat Eastside on the field goal. Yeah, we were there at that game. Yep. Um, no, Max did not get it. Yeah, it was. It it was the inches. It was Wade and Turner. I apologize, Wade Senior. My birthday, brother, April twenty fourth. I apologize. The inches were the first. Yeah. So these were the second. But that's pretty. That's in itself. We're we're thinking about it, and that's pretty cool that South Jersey can go back and kind of uh, think about all the the brothers that have played and that were good enough to earn that hat. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Dwayne thinks the hat should go to the South Jersey Group Five winner, whether it's Edison or Tom's River North. However, I'm not sure if I'm going to be at that <laughs> game till the end. My my thing is. This is my proposal. You guys tell me if you think it's right or wrong. I think for the first state championships in New Jersey history, maybe that's when the hat goes outside. I don't know. You let me know. We're we're getting pulled. It's it's going to happen. We're we're with what we're doing here, what we do on Wednesday, what we do on you know social media. Um, let me plug that D2 Sports Network one and what we do as a group, we're getting it's like a force, right? That's that's tugging us, telling us to come north. And it's getting loud, <laughs> it's getting louder and louder, and it's getting harder to, to fight it as we start to meet more people from south and central Jersey areas. It's, getting, well, it, it's hard. I look at it like <clears throat> this is kind of my reasoning on it. The hat has always been, if nothing else, the, the purpose of it is it's a symbolic thing. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the hat. It has nothing to do with me. It has to do with the best player getting something that, that in a game that no other player gets. But it also became somehow a symbol for South Jersey, mm-hmm. you know, that this is our thing. But at this point with the state opening up, I think it should be a symbolic thing to go across that border. But I think it has to happen when we officially go across that border, which is the state championship games. Right. And I feel like if you look back and say, the first time we gave it out was for a state semifinal. That's different than the first time we gave it out was for a state championship. Not makes, to mention, makes sense. whoever wins that Group five game 
would have the opportunity to do to to get it at the at the top. So I think that's the. I think that's what we'll do, but that's not set in stone. I th but it seems like a like a good possibility. So we'll see. I appreciate everybody who tuned in today. Numbers were outrageous. I mean, people in here commenting, talking. Great, great <laughs> ab. There's people in here just know what's going to make me laugh. Um, congratulations to all the winners. But that's just one step. You know, Camden and I, like you said, they won their first sectional title since 1976. I wasn't, even, I wasn't even born yet. <clears throat> no, you and me both. Huge win for them. Mm -hmm. However, there's a state championship to be won. Right. And the sectional title is a necessary step to get there. But the state championship is what matters most. Yes. And you come up short of that. It you know, it it doesn't diminish your season and doesn't diminish that accomplishment. But now if you could say you won the first sectional title since 1976 and you won the first group 3 state title in the state's history, now you're talking about legendary status. It yeah. That, that, sec, that sectional been, has been running for from us for years as a Camden High alum, not not only in, you know, football, but in basketball as well. They were able to get it last year. Now this year they were able to get it with football. And I, I, I'm just – I keep looking down at my phone. I'm getting texts from, you know, some of my friends – <laughs> like, can you believe it? Yo, that, that game was crazy. Just stuff like that. And and for me, I know we – I don't want to keep going back, but that's just special, man, for them to win that. I know the state is the goal, but to 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 get to that point, I, I mean, I'm looking – yesterday I'm, I'm looking on the field and I'm seeing – you know, I met Will Hickson in 1988 when we first moved to New Jersey. I met Bob Henson in the, the same year. You know, he graduated with my cousin Leroy, who played basketball at Camden High. So some of those uh, some of those uh, friendships, um, relationships, I mean, I'm looking at Hameen Anderson on the field. Mm -hmm. Me and his dad, we, I mean, we grew up together in recreation out in Parkside running around. We had to do summer school together and just to see the joy on his face, you know, his, his, his family. Tyquan Brittingham, you know. I'm I'm I know his whole family. Like it's just, you know, a, as a person in the media space, you you again, you want to be non-biased. But this is the one time like like I, I I need a pass, but that sectional championship was so huge. Yeah. For for the city. But like you said, it's time to refocus that From energy. One side of the city. Right. Let's just, you got yeah. we got to say that. Yeah. I mean, the city as a whole is always cheering for each other. Yes. We know yes, that. Yes, we yes, saw yes, that last year yes, in basketball. Yes. But we can't – I, I want to make this clear for those who are from outside of, of Camden or South Jersey. Camden Eastside has won 
three championships yes. in a row before this season. So, so like, it's this is not like Camden had no championships in football. One right. team did win the championships. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. Right. I'm not saying that to cause problems or or to talk smack. It's all love, one way or another, to yes. any team that wins the championship. Yes. But I, I hear you, Camden High. No. This is huge for the Camden High. And that's why it's even bigger. Yes. Is because they have watched Will Hickson and, you know, Preston Brown and Malik Brown and, and you know, um, I'm sorry, this is Brandon Bather. Yeah. Right? They've watched them hoist that trophy up, right? So to, to see that and to want that for years, I mean – we could go down like the history is long. You know, they have guys in the NFL. Like, they've had years where they've had 11 guys go Division One and not get that. You know, they've had years where it looked like they would get it, but they they didn't. Something would happen. So, yeah. you know, we look at the – a couple years ago, an uh, unfortunate incident happened there. So it's like you you want to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm one of the guys I'm, – I'm from both sides of the city. I don't really, you know, play the politics of it. I, I support both. But at the at the same time, to to to, you know, I, I grew up on Park Boulevard and Bear Boulevard, so I know the East Side part of it. I know the 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 you know the Camden High Parkside side of it, Fairview, and all of that. But it's just different, man. And it it, it was great to see, you know, the staples of East Side win it when they won. Because growing up, that was a thing. If you want to play football, you go to East Side. You know, that's that's what it right. got down to. Right. You want to play basketball, you go to Camden High. So for, now for both programs in a year to erase all of the extraness, yeah. you know, with, with Eastside basketball winning, Eastside football winning, and now with Camden basketball and Camden football winning, that's huge. It, it, yeah. it speaks volume. I don't want to keep going on and on, but well, it does. It, it's, it's huge. And, it's huge. you know, it, it is uh, a big achievement. Mm -hmm. And every team and community that gets to enjoy a championship at this point, um, you know, what it means to the kids growing up and what it means to those areas. I mean, I could, I'm going to guarantee this right now. What it means to, to Quan Brittingham to win that championship, okay, is huge. It means the exact same to Jared Shoppy to win his. And it's Delcy's 15th sectional title. But you <laughs> exactly. know what? It's his, it's his 2022 title. It ain't, you know, that's what then now we're trickling down even further. And again, last night will live in history mm -hmm. for anybody, for both teams. Right. It will live in history for the city, for Camden High. Maybe more so than it would live in the town of Franklinville because they've had so many. Right. But on Saturday, one of these teams is going to the state championship. And the other one's going to sit at home and cradle their sectional title trophy as well they should. But they're going to have to do what every what most everybody else is going to have to do. Watch at Rutgers. Watch, buy a ticket. Buy and watch football. Right? right. I mean, let's. It, yeah. Yeah. This sport is wonderful. 
it's great. It's emotional. It ties communities together, and all of it is what makes it so fun to cover and why I love it, why I'm still doing this. Right. And why I'll do it, continue to do it as long as I can. But football is a zero-sum game, my man. There is a winner and a loser. And one team comes away with a trophy. And this year, one team in all five public groups is coming away with one trophy. And I don't want to see one letter jacket that says state <laughs> champions on the back if you want a sectional championship. I'm sorry. I don't want to see one ring that Come says on. state champions on, the, on it. <laughs> If you won a sectional championship, I want it to say sectional championship. There is one state champion now. We have waited. We have clamored. We have begged. We have asked. We have groveled. We have complained. We have screamed. We have cursed. We've done everything we can to get here. And we are here, baby. (laughs) We're two rounds away. Mark, you shooting today. This is my pulpit, man. (laughs) This is my pulpit. And the hat is off to the state for making it happen. But we're going to have state champs there is going to be one yeah there is going to be one and uh, And if you are a state champion let me say this if you're a state champion and you show up somewhere and you see a guy in a letter jacket for a team that wasn't playing you in the state championship say man take that that off off. you were a sectional champion (laughs) you were a sectional champion good for you you won you won three games in the playoffs but we were the state. Champion. What about count? We can't do county championship jackets. They're not doing those. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, y'all. I'm joking. Don't hurt. Don't hurt. County me. I, I've, I've seen some county championships uh, jackets floating around, but <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> it, it 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 has to be put in its right place. There is sectional, and then there's state. Yeah. You know, you you have to identify yourself there's there's your state man you're you're not golden you're platinum i mean no one can touch you it's first class yes Mm -hmm. literally and figuratively this year it is the first class first class yeah um no leather sleeves if you did slime knows what it means (laughs) come on yeah come on man y'all y'all are hilarious everybody's funny man I love that idea, Slime. I love it. We need a hats off letter jacket. Yeah. Because last time I checked, we're undefeated. I mean, yeah. all these championships, I I have not lost one yet. Yeah. But oh, I I, I want to I just want to say thank. I know we kind of getting yeah. closer to the end. Um, thank you to the whole South Jersey community this year. Um, yesterday uh, we had about six guys at every game. Um, yeah. you know, doing coverage. Uh, they they have welcomed us in. I walked in with Coach Fisher and Seneca's team, just recording them, trying to get their atmosphere, their their vibe. And the 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 doors. I, I just want to thank Salem for opening the door, allowing us to come in and broadcast that. I just didn't want to miss that. I wanted to make sure I gave everybody their uh, respect and flowers and let them know how much we appreciate them because everything that we we are doing right now is for South Jersey. It's not for self-gratification or anything like that because none of us are getting rich off of this. We are doing this out of the love for the game of football and the love of South Jersey sports in a whole. So thank all of you guys. Will Hickson, uh, Mark Phillips, um, uh, what's my guy down at Pensgrove? 
um, Anwar. All, they they've really uh, helped Roberts us out. Salem. Yes, yes, Mr. Roberts at Salem. Yes, but wow. I just wanted to say that before I ended the show. You know, we got to that point. I don't want to forget it. And you know what? Just because, just because we got them both here, they're both beautiful. Right here for a week, guys. Uh, I'm gonna hold them up. Talk your trash. Am I in here? Yeah, you're. Talk in. your trash. This is this is. I can't look at this. So here, long. here's the question. You holding up two two nice helmets, Mark? I'm, I'm gonna get Mark in trouble. Which helmets you like, Mark? Which which one's your favorite? I'm about to get you in trouble. You better not say the my wrong favorite. One. <laughs> Out of those two, which one's the favorite? Which one's this your favorite? favorite? No, 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 right no, no. <laughs> That's my favorite one right here. Try, trying to weasel your way out, Mark. <laughs> Doesn't quite fit, but get that one on. Um, look, man. Which one of these is my favorite? <laughs> don't don't say it. You don't this is not it. Woodbury's. This Woodbury has it went with the solid blue this year. It's beautiful. I love the metallic gold. I love the black unis. Oh, the black unis are fire. And I love the herd. I mean, the fact, I love the name, the herd. Mm -hmm. And the herd, of course, have horns. So, too, do the rams. Um, hey, Dan, congrats, man. I'm glad you're in here. Which helmet do I like more? <laughs> you got you to gotta do the lead corso. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that because I've seen because I've seen the way these fan bases are have acted in the comments today. I am not getting disinvited to these games moving forward, ever, ever. Mark that almost got beat up at the barbershop now with the and, re and remember I said if if Delcy wins that game next week, I will wear a Delcy sweatshirt right, right, right. on the show. Equal opportunity. Um, everybody knows I think Salem's the best helmet in, in South Jersey. I've yeah. always said that. From a helmet standpoint, I, I think it's... Well, we, uh, how, how about this? It's just really, really great. The herd with the uniforms, the blackout, fire. Yeah. And Salem with the helmets. Well, here's, a, here's the fire. other piece. What we've heard is that the Central Jersey winners are going to be the home teams at these, yes. at these sites. So that means dark unis for those so <clears throat> salem it looked like will be in blue willingboro will be in in uh red blue in red or blue mm -hmm. camden will be in black i would assume black purple mainland in green and edison in uh i guess red or gold or whichever yeah they have they have red i've seen those. there you go that's what it, that's what we've heard so we've heard that about the herd they're going to be wearing white yep we'll see Best of luck to everybody. We'll be back uh, Wednesday night to preview these games in depth, a little bit more X's and O's, stats, um, how they got here for these state semifinals, as well as the two games we have in the non-pubs next week, which, again, will be Holy Spirit at Red Bank Catholic and St. Joe at DePaul. We are ready for... The biggest games of the year. We cannot wait. Cherokee High School next weekend is going to host the state semifinals. We'll be back to talk about it Wednesday night at 7 p.m. South Jersey Glory Days with the South Jersey Football Frenzy Show. Thank you, Rod, and Studio B. 
Thank you to everybody who watched. Thank you to the guys who go out there and spend countless hours preparing their teams, practicing when they're on the teams, being water boys for the teams, managers, PA announcers, officials, concession stand runners, merchandise salesmen, anybody that's involved with high school football, thank you so much. We are at the final juncture of our season. There's three weeks of games left. State semifinals in the public, non-pub semifinals, Turkey Day games, and then state championships. So thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. For My Hats Off Podcast, and Rod Self. Mark Tribble, congratulations to all of our winners. We'll see you on Wednesday night, and we'll see you back here at some point next week for the Hats Off Podcast. We're not sure when, but stay tuned. We'll let you know. Have a great weekend.